It's morning. And by God, it's macabre. Egod, Egats. Egats, is that what it is? Egats. Eureka. Eureka, it's Monday, baby. It's alive. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about spooky, scary stuff only and nothing but that. And we only do that and never anything else. I would never. Scones has made a vow to the Sling and Dingers executives, our media production parent company. And he said to them, hey, dingy daddies and dingy mommies. <laughs> I walked right I, into that boardroom <laughs> and said, hey, dingy daddies right, and hey, dingy mommies. Hey, dingy daddies. He act, well, So he walked in and he, he's like, I got this holstered line of hey, dingy daddies ready to go. And then he realized, wait, if I only you know refer to the daddies in the room, I might get canceled. You know, so Right. I don't begin to assume uh, people identify as uh, dingy hey, daddies dingy or dingy mommies or dingy anything. Yeah, they're just they could just be dingies. Why can't we all just be dingies? <sighs> so this Preach. is what I'm talking about when we say we only speak. We about should have a concert like Live Aid, but for that cause. <laughs> we should just do it in Fortnite, like all the other cool kids, like Travis Scott and stuff, doing all the special Fortnite concerts. Travis Scott did a Fortnite concert. Yeah, it was like one of the most like viewed media things like of all time. Is just a giant Travis Scott in Fortnite because that's what the kids want. No cap, baby. Wow, I'm learning so Look much. Out. And that's what you do here on Monday Morning Macabre. You learn. Reading Rainbow of Podcasts. That's what Monday they call us. Uh, don't, not, don't pay attention to LeVar Burton's podcast. Le- but. Le- well, yeah, no, 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 no. He, he said I could say that. Uh, my, Burton, <laughs> my Burton babies. Uh, we got dingy daddies and Burton babies here tonight. And scones. Uh, it's feeling hot. It's feeling electric in here. It's feeling very electric. I, uh, ooh. Ah, ah. <laughs> Ow. Ouch. Ooh, stop it. Ooh, stop it. Stop it, fans and and members of the clergy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Macabre is in. The Church of Macabre is in session, baby. Open the steeple and see the people or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. <laughs> Just imagine me wiggling my fingers all about right now because that's what's happening. Gotta wiggle those fingies. If you want the dingies. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I... We're in a stadium full of cheering fans, adoring yeah. onlookers. Uh, you probably can hear them as they scream for mercy. We'll edit that in. Uh, Just people we'll screaming. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like something's Just going Will on, Holmes but we promise it's applause. No, no, no. I swear they're really enjoying themselves. Uh, scones <laughs> today is going to be serving up a slice of humble pie. And by humble pie, I mean some some spooky garbage nonsense for our ears. Yep, and we're going to be talking. This is a listener suggestion. Oh, suggestion yep. from a list from a listy listy bisty. This one is from on Instagram at KM Doodles. Who's my cousin <gasps> Kristen? Whoa, we got a little nepotism. Nepotism. She told me about a little guy named Robert Picton. Ooh, Sconey's cousin knows Robbie Picks? Let's just say if you're up in Canada, if you're Ooh. watching, listen, if you're, you're skating, if you're, you're putting knives on your feet and getting out there. If you're wheelie snipe selling. Yep. Sellies? If wheelie yes. snipe sellies? <laughs> wheelie snipe sellies. Dirty fucking dangles. Then you know who Robert <laughs> Picton is. He is a notorious pork chop Rob. 
Pork Chop Rob is today's subject. Fuck. He sure is. Finally. Band, tickle them strings. Audience, applaud louder. So, Pork Chop Rob. Pork Chop Rob. <laughs> Dude, Canada's already got better. Now, I'm assuming this is like a serial killer. I, oh, yeah. That's, Big time. All right, that's... That is horrific. It sounds like it's either a serial killer or a puppet on the old Nickelodeon show, Mr. Meaty. The Meaty Meat. So. That was such a weird show. It was a very <laughs> weird show. But I'm totally I forgot about it until you said that. Yeah, I think most people our age probably just had like a what the fuck. I forgot about these repressed memories, but here we go. We're bringing them out. We're your therapists, and Mr. Meaty is your god. The Meaty Meat. The one with the tapeworm was really gross. Yeah, and, like, were you the, the blonde one with the surfer hair, or were you more of the, the like, round-faced, cute waist? Oh, uh, you know I'm round-faced, <laughs> cute waist. <laughs> something, something, in shape. Whatever that, uh... Hey, is that Missy Elliott? Show, I think it's stop Missy, it. yeah, yeah. I thought it was Sierra. Oh, it is Sierra, it is. Yeah, because at the beginning it goes, Sierra. For all Sierra you fellas. Anyways, Robert anyway. William Picton and his brother David owned a farm in Port... I thought you were going to say pork, and I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Robert Oinkin Pinkton. It's just yeah. everything is big themed. Rose beefy or weefy in the family Porkinson's. No, they owned a farm in Port Delhi, uh, British Columbia, uh, about okay. 27 kilometers. Or 17 miles east for you Yanks out there of Vancouver. Yank alert. <laughs> a worker on the farm, Bill Hiscox, called the farm a, quote, creepy looking place. It prescribed, <laughs> picked in as a, quote, pretty quiet guy who whose occasional bizarre behavior, despite no evidence of substance abuse, would draw attention. Mm-hmm. Picton brothers began to neglect the site's farming operations. They registered a non-profit charity, the Piggy Place Good Time Society. <laughs> That's a hundred percent a serial killer spot. Are you kidding me? The Piggy Place Good Time Society? Oh no, no, sorry, the Piggy Palace Good Time Society. Even better. Either way, it's yeah, that's better. Honestly, I uh, all right, new idea. <laughs> what if we made the Piggy Palace Podcast Society? Ooh, uh, we could find some other podcasters out there who are like, "Oh, we want to be involved in this very tastefully me? named production company." Yeah, say no, say no more, say less. <laughs> so stop talking all together and just, just go. Let us just join the it. Piggy Palace Good Time Society. <laughs> so they registered the nonprofit with the Canadian government in 1996, claiming to quote, organize, coordinate, and manage and operate special events, functions, dances, shows, and exhibitions on behalf of service organizations, sports organizations, and other groups. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, that's like so vague. It's literally it's like, Entertainment 720 from yeah, Parks and it Rec. <laughs> it's prestige worldwide. Its events included raves and wild parties featuring Vancouver sex workers and gatherings in a converted slaughterhouse on the farm at 953 Dominion Avenue. Slaughterhouse. That's... Uh, Yikes. Uh, there's a lot uh, to, to, to chew on there. Okay, There sure is. These events would attract as many as 2,000 people, and members of the Hell's Angels were known to frequent the farm. Wait, there's Canadian Hell? I guess there must be. That makes sense. I or think, did, I think, think they're international. Yeah, they're Mr. Worldwide. 
for sure. On March 23rd, 1997, Pictum was charged with the attempted murder of sex worker Wendy Lynn Eistetter, whom he had stabbed several times during an altercation at the farm. Shit. Eistetter had informed police that Pictum had handcuffed her, but that she had escaped after suffering several lacerations. She told him she had disarmed him and stabbed him with his own weapon. Hell yeah. Fucking good for you. Picton sought treatment at Eagle Ridge Hospital while Eistetter recovered at the nearest emergency room. He was released on a $2,000 bond? Canadian dollar that's, bond? That's like $11 US, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 that, if library books have taught me anything, it's like, hey, you know, $1 US is like $7 Canadian. The charge was dismissed in January 1998. Months later, the Pictons were sued by Port Coquitlam officials for violating zoning zoning ordinances they were stabbed (laughs) (laughs) all of them were found stabbed (laughs) no leads neglecting the agriculture for which it had been zoned and having altered a large farm building on the land for purpose of holding dances the pictons ignored any legal pressure and held a new year's eve party (laughs) who's holding who's like well son you've turned 13 time for your big bar mitzvah day we fucking got the pig palace for you They would also sell part of the farm, becoming millionaires. Wow, they got great land, what? apparently. Yeah, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So these are wealthy boys. For sure. In the next three years, after Pickton's running with the law, farm worker that I mentioned earlier, Bill Hiscox, noticed that women who visited the farm tended to go missing. Ah, uh, ah, uh, Bill. <laughs> Bill's like, that's weird. You know, There's after no... the first two, I was like, eh, it's probably nothing. <laughs> yeah, how do you... Ooh, Billy Boy. Billy Boy this Thornton. Is, this is like... This is a straight-up horror movie. It sure is. Hold on. My, like, internet just cut out. Or the web page I'm on, not my internet. Because we're still talking. Fair, oh, that's solid IT d- d- deduction skills right yeah, there, Yeah, I'll brother. turn it off and on again. Eventually, he... <laughs> uh, <laughs> eventually... Bill would go to the police, but it wasn't until Good. 2002 that a search was conducted and items belonging to the missing women were found on the farm property. It wasn't until 2002 that Madden NFL 02 came out, and boy, <laughs> was that game great. To the latest, we saw MVP Baseball 2005 <laughs> with Manny Ramirez on the cover. Was Manny Ramirez an MVP Baseball cover? He was. What do you think he's doing these days? Manny, hold on, let's look. Where we're <laughs> hold on. I know what Big Poppy's doing. For sure. He's just like going around getting stuff named after himself in Boston. Getting shot in Dominican Republic bars and stuff. Uh I mean it's his three sons now. Uh he and his family reside in Weston, Florida. Great. And now he's a member of the New Britain Bees, a team in the independent Atlantic League of Professional Baseball. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> a subsequent search so, of the farm revealed DNA evidence of at least 26 uh, women. 26. Whoa. 26? That's a lot of women. Yeah, bien te seis. Originally, Picton was arrested on two murder charges. Soon, though, three more murder charges were added, and then a fourth. Eventually, by 2005, 26 murder charges had been brought against Robert Picton, making him the worst serial killer in Canadian history. Wow. During the investigation, police would uncover just how Picton had gruesomely murdered these 26 women. Through police oh. reports and a taped confession from Picton, 
Police concluded that the women had been killed multiple ways. Some of them had been handcuffed and stabbed. Others had been injected with antifreeze. Ah, uh, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Why? Why, why, why? Like, ooh, that dude is a unsettling guy. <laughs> I hate this. Michael's dog died from eating antifreeze. I think I've said that before on this show. <laughs> I remember you talking about your a dog passing away. I don't remember whose or how, but it's two times. That's that is so fucking crazy. After they were dead, Picton would either take their bodies to a meat rendering plant nearby, or grind them up and feed them to the pigs that lived on his farm. Jesus Christ! Though he was charged with twenty-six murders, Robert Picton was only convicted of six counts of seven second-degree murder because the cases were the most concrete. The charges had been brought up during the trial to make them easier for the jury members to sift through. Shit. Dude, could you imagine getting jury duty and being like, oh, man, I don't want to be here. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, that's probably not only like do a- you not want to be here, but you get to <laughs> look at 26. Like, oh, man. A judge sent... No bueno. <laughs> In 2007, Robert Picton was convicted of the murders of six women. In an undercover interview, he admitted to killing 49. Wowzers. Shit. He said that his only regret was that he had not gotten to an even 50. Okay, fuck this guy forever. Just fuck you forever. Like, what a... Ah. Ah. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, big spooky boys. Like big spooky scary boys. Send tingles down oh. my spine. A judge sentenced him to life in prison with no possibility of parole for 25 years. The maximum sentence for a second-degree murder charge in Canada. Any other charges against him were discontinued as the courts decided there was no way any of them could add to his sentence as he was already serving the maximum. What was the maximum? Uh, the maximum is life in prison with no possibility of parole for 25 years. Wait, you just said one time frame and then ended with a different time frame. Life in prison for 25 years? What does that mean? No, he gets life in prison. Oh, no. And then he, pro- okay, he can't no get possibility. Uh, okay, for 25 okay, years. Okay. Even though, I don't know, why I the fuck you. would you ever... Yeah, who's like, you know what? He's probably turned a new leaf. As of February 20th, 2007, the following information has been presented to the courts. During Pinted's trial, lab staff testified that about 80 un- unidentified DNA profiles, roughly half male and half female, were detected on evidence. The items... Was the... Yeah. Sorry, he was with his brother, right? Yeah, I don't... That's one question that I don't Yeah, was that dude see. involved? Was this like a like a Dwight Mose kind of situation? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I picture they like. <laughs> yeah, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, how old was he when he got arrested? Ooh, hit me with that background info. He started in... Span of Crime starts in 1980. Oh, he's 71. Jesus. At the moment. I hate that he's not uh, a dead person, TBH. Well, the items police found inside his trailer, a loaded twenty-two revolver with a dildo over the barrel, and one round-fired <laughs> box of three fifty-seven Magnum handgun ammunition, night vision goggles, oh, man. two pairs of faux fur-lined handcuffs, a syringe with three milliliters of blue liquid inside, and something called Spanish fly aphrodisiac. Spanish fly is what Bill Cosby used to drug women. 
He has jokes about it in his sets. It's weird. Who? Bill Cosby. Oh no. Spanish, <laughs> yeah. Spanish fly is what he would put. Like he he has jokes in his set about how he's like, man, I wish I had some Spanish fly right now because there's attractive women here, and it's like, what the? F- how did nobody <laughs> think to investigate this man earlier? You can look it up. Look up Bill Cosby Spanish Fly. He's got a whole set of. All right, here we go. We'll we'll put it. No, we're not gonna. uh, (laughs) Hannibal Burris was the only one paying attention. Yeah, shout out to you, Hannibal. (laughs) Good listener, Hannibal Burris. Also, that trailer sounds like all of the items I imagine the people who stormed the Capitol have. Also, for sure, that all sound that sounds identical. (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of a. I can't spot the lie there. There's also a videotape of Picton's friend, Scott Chubb, saying that Picton <laughs> had told him a good way to kill a female heroin addict was to inject her with the windshield, wa- windshield washer fluid. What the fuck? A second tape was played for Picton in which an associate named Andrew Bellwood said Picton mentioned killing sex workers by handcuffing and strangling them, then bleeding and gutting them before feeding them to pigs. What? He's just like going around being like, hey, normal conversation here. Psych. Hey, gotcha. turn that video camera on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? That's, uh... I can't believe he has friends. If my friend was just like, hey, you want to hear a real ha-ha, real silly, silly joke? Best way to kill heroin addicts is to inject them with windshield wiper fluid. I'd be like, what? Like, well, you need to you need to see Dude, a therapist. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's there's, no, the there's no punchline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Apparently, there was also a juror who was accused of having made up her mind that Picton was innocent. What a what a beautiful system we have. They have. We all have. Well, it's Canada, so. Yeah. The trial judge questioned the juror, saying, It's reported to me, you said from what you had seen, you were certain Mr. Picton was innocent. There was no way he could have done this. That the court system had arrested the wrong guy. Turns out that witness was Mr. Picton with a mustache on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's like, nah, that guy seems cool. Seems like a good dude. How could you? I mean, they had they had like hard evidence. It sounds like for yeah, uh, yeah. There was also Ooh. a photo, a photo of the contents of a garbage can be found in Picton's slaughterhouse, which held some remains of uh, one of his victims, Mona Wilson. And this person was like, mm, "Don't buy it." How do you like? Why? What? So he is still currently alive in prison? I think there was like a recent art. Something happened recently with him, I think. Hold on. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Article. Oh, apparently there was more DNA evidence in the RCMP, whatever that is. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police, my dear Ooh, boy. Ooh, look at you. What, do you have maple <laughs> syrup this morning or something? Ooh, my maple leaves are tingling. Oh, Canada. They've applied to the BC Supreme Court to dispose of evidence related to the Picton case. New victims' families say is traumatizing. The card owned by Kara Ellis is among the items. So there's new DNA evidence that there was that linked more victims to him. Not cool. Not great. I mean, for him, it's kind of just like, yeah, probably. Like, it's not going to change anything, which sucks. To this day, it is unclear just how many women fell victim to Picton's gruesome killing spree. He was charged with 26 murders, convicted of six, but admitted to 49. Either way, Robert William Picton remains the worst serial killer in Canadian history. Yikers.org. 
the fact that it happened at a slaughterhouse and the like it's just such a like like it's it's a classic setting for for what happened i don't know like that's such like a a movie style setting yeah it seems too, uh, too easy in 2015, a film with the working title Full Flood began production in Vancouver by CBC TV based on Stevie Cameron's book On the Farm. She used the, ah. It was to use the real-life experience of Picton's victims for a fictional story about women in the downtown east side who became victims of a serial killer. It was released under the like title that. Unclaimed. I Good for, for Bill. Bill Paxton or whatever the guy's name was. Bill, hold on. I'm going to give him the... Yeah, give him, give, him his, give him his credit. Hiscox? Hickox? H-I-S-C-O-X. Bill Hiscox. Bill Hiscox. Bill Hiscox. Old Billy Hiscox. Good for you, Bill, for being like, hey, something fishy's going on. And then actually doing... I feel like there's so often that it's just like, yeah, I work for the guy. And yeah, everyone who came over, I just never yeah. saw any of them ever again. But uh, sure, I don't know. I mean, like, he's got, like, a, a dildo-tipped gun and, like, a bunch of Spanish fly, <laughs> but whose boss is a little wacky, you know? Don't tell HR, but... Apparently, also in 2006, Thomas Laudemy, a 27-year-old Fremont, California resident, claimed that he had received three letters from Robert Pickton in response to letters Laudemy said had sent him in an, under an assumed identity. Why did he send him letters? I don't know. In the letters, Picton allegedly speaks with a concern about the expense of the investigation, asserts his innocence, quotes, and refers to the Bible. He praises the trial judge, responds in detail information to Ludemy's letters, which were written in the, has since undertaken, wait, in the guise of Maya Barnett, a down-on-her-luck woman. So for some reason, Thomas Ludemy, who, I don't know, is he famous? I, nope have never heard of Thomas Ludemy. Uh, He's not famous, so he doesn't have any value in uh, society. So Exactly. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> I'm glad we got to the real theme of the story. The real horror is this guy trying to <laughs> think he's famous. This guy uh, trying to think. Yeah, apparently, like, while the trial was going on, this guy just, like, wrote a letter to him as, like, a woman down on her luck to try and, like, I don't so know. Weird. It's like that the whole, like, women wanting to marry serial killer type deal, but, like, a... a a, a role swap? Maybe, unless he was, like, trying to get him to, like, admit to stuff or, like, was just trying to sell, like, a story he to something. He already is documented. Like, he had documented video of him confessing, right? They said, like... Oh, you wanted 50, yeah. So, I don't know why yeah, you do this. so... Thomas, old Tommy Ludemy, <laughs> call in. <laughs> Give us a ring. Our lines are open. We'll wait. I haven't left... I haven't had a glass of water in a year and a half. So apparently also in 2016, there was a book that claimed to have been written by Picton, like his autobiography called Picton in his own words. All right. Fuck you. Big yikes. <laughs> That's pretty cringe. That's pretty cringe. You're going to write your own autobiography. Fuck you. Apparently uh, actions by the government have been taken to prevent Picton from profiting from this work. Good. As they should. This guy... I wish we knew more about his 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 universe. Like what his expanded Why? universe, his origin story. <laughs> Does he know yeah, Thor? <laughs> was he an Avenger who lost his job and then lived long enough to see yourself become the villain? Like what led him to? Like what was the motive? Was he just a? Is he just a fucking crazy dude? I mean, why? There's not really a lot about his early life. Uh, I'm I'm looking on all that's interesting as well at Robert 
as yeah. well as Robert Picton's Wikipedia page. And his name was what? Like Pork ch- Chop or something like that? Big Daddy Porcha. Uh, I'm looking up. I'm looking at his. Oh, this dude looks like a fucking serial Por- killer. Yeah, Pork Chop Rob. He definitely looks like a serial killer. Yeah, he's got the like. He's got the long hair, but like, only on the back of his long head. Long hair in the back. <laughs> it's party in the back and then just nothing. Serial up killer top. in the front. <laughs> yeah. And he's always has the same smile while he's like pulling meat up by a hook. I don't like this guy. Yeah, I don't like it one bit. That's also from like Yikes. the 90s when like photos were so much scarier looking because cameras True. were worse. Yeah, everything was pixely and like weird, like, like sepia shadowy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this guy's this guy's a real piece of garbage. He sure is, and that's the kind of garbage you can expect from us on Monday Morning Macabre. <laughs> hey, if you want to uh, buy a slaughterhouse and turn, have raves, like by all means. It that was the extracurriculars fun. that... <laughs> yeah, that's where we don't like. But if if it's just raves and uh, and parties... Hell like, yeah, that just, that that's just what we're about. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like adult Chuck E. Cheese. I'm in. I don't care for, for the other stuff, though. But let us... Uh, let us... Let us just... Just let us leave. <laughs> leave us alone. <laughs> leave us alone. Uh, hey, KM, KM dudes, thanks thanks for the old uh, pork chop rob. The old tip off about this. You said, real you said trash we need to tell. Person. I need to tell people in my bloodline about pork chop. And rob. Your, that's such a cooler way to say family. Yeah, my bloodline. My bloodline on TBS or whatever. There. Hey, follow follow our socials. Do it. What more do we? Why not? Just M.M. Macabre Pod. Check out the merchandise we have for sale. You can check see it out on, the merch you on our website. Check out the Patreon. New episode dropping today. Uh, and then stay away from fucking slaughterhouses. Just don't go to one. Guys, Why do you have to go stop. In? Stop it. I First hate- of all, factory farming contributes to, uh, you know, uh, CO2 in the atmosphere more than uh, lab farming or vertical farming. As well as serial killers. So, as well as serial killers. So just don't fucking do it. Don't do it. I'm tired of listeners writing in being like, hey, I'm going to this place that might start a <laughs> hog farm and hey, have raves on the side. Uh, should I wear this shirt or this shirt to the hog farm slaughterhouse pork palace? I don't know which we furry handcuffs and handgun to bring. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so do those things. Uh, I hope. Your Monday goes great now, now that you have these images in your head. And uh above all above all else, I mean, have a have a grand Monday, my dudes. <laughs> Boy. Boy.